and welcome to Friends of the Show Clip Show Special Series Edition. This is, of course, the series of episodes where me and a very special co-host go back and listen to clips from past episodes and uh, catch up. And my co-host this week is none other than fellow podcaster, noble Englishman, Tom, a.k.a. at Trojan Sauce. <laughs> uh, uh, if I could do air horn noises, I would be doing them right now to insert, myself, like no, rap air horns. <laughs> that sort of thing. That's perfect. Welcome. He's a very lovely bloke from uh, online, very funny, and has his own podcast called Interested in Music. Uh, and it's Tom talking to other great, fun uh, Twitter friends about their favorite music. Uh, and it's great. And he's great, so... Check it out and welcome, Tom. Thank you for having me back. It's been a long journey to get to the old Canada. The The flight was challenging. The, the <laughs> ma- maple everywhere. Yeah, everything is covered in maple. I don't know how you guys walk. I yeah. got stuck to the sidewalk. It was terrible. Yeah, ask Todd about it. Ask <laughs> even Travis, <laughs> Professor Hinckley, ask him about it. The streets are paved with syrup. That's right. So let's catch up. How you been? What have you been up to? Just, uh, I've been all right. You know, it's been a long time since we did this. It's like 18 months ago, maybe. Is yeah, it that that's, long? yeah that's what Jess was saying. Like, because she was the very first one. So that's yeah. even like further back. And yeah, it was, it's been a very long time. It so yeah, time. great. Uh, um, uh, to I, hear, yeah. Since, since then, what have I done? I like, I guess you already mentioned, I just started doing my own podcast because, you know, I'm from the internet and I'm yeah. a white man. So it's like a uh, rite of passage. Sort of standard um, issue. Yeah. Exactly. you got to do it. Otherwise, all the other white guys will kick you out of the club. Um, <laughs> and I moved house. That's a big I one. Did, did, you, yeah, yeah. did you make it okay? Did you lose anything? I didn't really have anything to take with me, to be honest. Okay. But I, I got a lot of new stuff, which was nice. And uh, I'm currently laying on my couch stroking my dog's face oh that's so nice so yeah, yeah so now I you're all think, set i'm not sure up if she likes it but yeah you know but <laughs> they yeah. trust me they like it i was doing <laughs> it to uh griffin my dog just earlier today and you know if he if he didn't like it they would like go away <laughs> that's true i like griffin it's such a good dog name as well you crushed it in the dog name it's sakes. a good name uh, it's a good name actually we got lucky because it's uh the uh, mascot for mine and my wife's alma mater university of guelph I so, think we've I've heard you talk about yeah, this. Yeah. So know. not only is it a great name, it's got like uh, you know it's a it's a great great connection <laughs> in history. Nice. There you go. So yeah. So you've been up, so you moved house. That's great. In your new digs right now, and uh, you're loving uh, loving it. Sure am. Yeah. I mean, it's good. I um I I want to move again now. To be honest, I've um I've visited Seattle a couple of times. Once right before we last spoke, and then once again this September just gone and um, I love it there and I want to move and live there. But here's the crazy thing about America that you, you might not know this, but they don't like to make it easy for people who are not from there to live there. Uh, yeah, especially in 2018. If you're listening to the far future, 2018, <laughs> pretty rough go for the immigration scene. <laughs> it's weird. I've suddenly, I've, it's all turned around and I'm, I'm trying to be an immigrant and bloody americans best of luck to you that's exciting that would be very uh that'd be like life-changing it would be quite life-changing wouldn't it yes yeah. it's, it's i'm hoping it'll happen next year we um we shall see how it goes but um so you've submitted the paperwork you got your all your forms filled oh. out and everything i mean it's a lot of forms it's, it's it's not even that easy you can't even do your own forms you need an american to do them for you right yes yeah so i need to get a job first so that's yeah, you have to secure employment. There has to be has, a valid reason why you, they pick job. you instead of an American to do this job exactly. too, right? Like you have to be 
extra special in some way to be to like it's, merit coming over. I'm hoping that they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I know him off the internet. And they'll be like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, oh, that's that a guy from Twitter. Oh, he's yeah. cool. He's that gorilla from off the internet. Remember? Yeah, remember he? Yeah, he he was on that podcast. Remember <laughs> he's on everyone's favorite podcast. <laughs> exactly. Well, he can but, host yeah. it from here. He can have more guests. He can recruit some stuff. I that's mean, the yeah, it's tough. I did go through that process. Like, I got the visa and I worked there uh, in Palm Springs in the California in the USA. And at that time, early two thousands, it was it had gotten a lot tighter, but it wasn't like it is today, where it's like absolutely <laughs> next level. And I. I was, mine was more like a student thing and it was temporary and we had people vouching for us. So it was all pretty like straightforward and easy for, for me. But as a, just like a guy trying to go over, I can see how it would be much, much tougher, especially in today's day and age. Wishing you the best yeah. of luck. Uh, I'll call all my contacts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get some, uh, pull some strings. We'll pull some strings. We'll get a letter writing campaign going. That's it. We'll crowdfund it. It all it all adds up. The goodwill yeah. of the people will get you over to the states. Well, that's good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll yeah. keep people appraised of your journey uh, as it happens. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you get to go there. So, um, any reason specifically Seattle, like the West Coast? Got uh, I think your friends there. You know, you know when you go to a place, and uh, I'm sure you've had this. You've you've been you've been places before. You know when you you go to a place and you just walk out and you just instantly feel at home you know I, uh, I when I went uh, to the states last year I, I had a bit of a rough time when I was in New York it wasn't the experience I hoped it would be and um, I got off the plane in Seattle and uh, everything was better and I was like <laughs> yeah I like it here so I went back in September and it was better again and you know it's just what it's just one of those those things, the place clicks with me. It feels good. I feel at home there. So uh, it's the same general home, vibe, maybe yeah. uh, as your whatever village you're currently <laughs> from. Maybe right. It seems like yeah. it's it's more of a little English style. Like the weather is rainy. Yeah, it's, it's really sort of this temperate. is the thing, right? It's similar, but it's also like from what I've experienced so far, which is pretty limited. Is like when it's cold, it is much colder, and when it is hot, it's much hotter. But generally. It's like kind of a like a more extreme weather version of England, yeah. Yeah, so, so that's, that's good. nice. Yeah, it won't be too much of a transition. <laughs> Just those cold nights, you need the extra layer. But other than that, you'll be cool. You'll be cool with the rain all the time, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I love a bit of rain. Used yeah. to it. You, you yeah. gotta like it from here. I, I know. I noticed that when I was in England, that a lot of people sort of like took pride in like embracing the rain <laughs> like yeah it's raining so, i love right. it yeah, I the like the bad, rain. it's ours and we're the only ones allowed to slag it off if anyone yeah, yeah, says anything yeah. bad about however oh god you're in trouble yeah that's a stereotype you they don't you don't like right what are the yeah. other british stereotypes that you hate <laughs> i mean you know i i, I the, the tea drinking right i love some tea but we drink coffee too i think people forget that we're we we can spread our wings and do a bit more right also I think, you know, the one thing that really bothers me is the teeth thing. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was yeah, hoping. That's what I was thinking would be at the top of the list. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I was trying to think through things. And I want to build up to it. But the teeth one is the teeth you know, is top of the list. Yeah. I was, you know, when I, when I first went over to America, I was quite paranoid about my teeth and like, they're pretty straight. They're good. <laughs> they're all right fine. i was like man don't show your teeth they'll know where you're from <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not not my fave but it's all right i can buck the trend 
Yeah, buck the trend. Uh, <laughs> is there any other one? The tea one is is fine. I mean, like you guys have a tea time. A lot of people, it's like sort of a cultural thing, like that. Just yeah, the Americans don't so. have, right? I'll take it back. I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's like in Mexico, they have like a siesta, right? Like in the early afternoon, the heat <laughs> of the day. The, the, the town like... Sh- tea time is fast. Yeah, it's, it's a British siesta. Doing, everyone yeah. sits down. We everyone a has nap, a little tiny sandwich with the crust cut off. Yeah, that, I was there. I served the sandwiches with the crust cut off. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I know about the tea time. You're a pro. You know more about it than I do. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not everybody. Just like it's not everybody... Probably taking a siesta in Mexico, you know. <laughs> but it was – it's like a certain section of society like every single day without fail. Catch me oh, at yeah, 4 yeah. o'clock or so, whatever. Yeah. Getting my do you, um, do you get the same for Canada though, right? Is you, you, you can't all play hockey and drink maple syrup. No. Yeah, no. And, and we're pretty diverse. But like we take pride in those <laughs> – the, the, the fact that everyone thinks that we all play hockey and drink maple syrup – and like uh, it's snowing all the time. And uh, what other the other ones? Raccoons. We do have raccoons. That's a good one. Nice. We don't have them. And oh, so I, I, I was. I was this afternoon. I was at my mum and dad's house, and my mum's friend was there, and she was saying how they went to the states, and they was driving through Florida, and she got really excited because she saw a raccoon on the side of the street. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that is pretty cool. I've never seen one in person. I mean, yeah. It, it's if you if it's like something that you don't see all the time, you're gonna be excited to see it, right? Especially exactly. if it's like yeah. a wild animal. Yeah, it's weird. The wildlife being different is strange. Like squirrels, do you got people? A lot of people are amazed by squirrels, though. Those people come from continents where there aren't squirrels, and yeah, here, here there's squirrels everywhere. <laughs> like yeah. I can look outside right now, and there's a squirrel in my tree. I can understand if you never had seen one and all of a sudden yeah, you never seen one before, everywhere yeah. uh then it's a little bit nuts do you have bears where you are is that more like wilderness for you um yeah there's there's a, a few bears around but i'm sort of like yeah. a little bit out of the city more of like on an escarpment uh where there's like more nature areas <laughs> it's like blocks of nature as opposed to more in the urban centers but yeah it's more if you go north because ontario right, is right, gigantic right. so if you go yeah. sort of like midway up from ontario that's where all the uh the good wildlife's at we got the, yeah. we got bears we got moose nice. we got <laughs> <laughs> Canada geese the whole roll call etc etc nice nice, yeah it's nice nice. all right tom well now i think we're all caught up oh wait i did want to ask you about one more thing that i just i just saw no it's it's good that happened i think just this week it came out and it is the potato calendar oh my god (laughs) yeah i was proud of myself for that it was awesome so tell us a little (laughs) tell the listeners a little bit about potato calendar okay so i'll give you some context first so um, my work, we do a secret Santa thing for our um, Christmas party every year. And I used to work in a place where the price limit was £10, right? And for £10, you couldn't get someone a good gift. You can do it. But what happens is someone will put a lot of effort in and buy something really thoughtful for someone, and then they'll get a really shitty gift in return, and they'll be upset by it. So when I organize the Christmas party, and I'm like, I want to do low price limit. So we do a three-pound price limit, right? <laughs> okay. Because if whatever you do for three-pound, it doesn't matter if it's like if it's bad. You expect a bad gift for three-pound. It's fine. Right. But Lowering the expectation. Good that's good. Exactly. 
So two years ago, I started taking pictures of this guy I work with just around the office. Sometimes I'd see him in the street and I'd take pictures of him and he wouldn't know about it. It's totally and, normal. <laughs> yeah. And I got him for Seeker Santa and I printed out all the pictures and I put them into a photo album and I wrote the lyrics to I'll Be Watching You by the police throughout <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. So I was really proud of myself, obviously. Great. And then last year, one of my colleagues took the same pictures that I had taken. She, she got them off me and created a load of jewelry out of the pictures of the guy. <laughs> and everyone thought it was me because it was my photos from the year before, but it wasn't. And she absolutely nailed it. But all that made me want to do is create more merchandise with his face on. This yeah. Year, you know? I mean, great so, job by her, right? Like she already, you did yeah. the legwork. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was she, already she there. And it made me look a weirdo as well, because everyone just assumed it must have been me again. And that year it wasn't. But this year I had this picture of him um, holding a potato and we don't need to know why he was holding it. It's irrelevant <laughs> that he had it. <laughs> and um, I sent it out to some people on Twitter. I asked people if they would, um, if they wanted to help me and do a drawing of something for me. And I got 11 people and myself to draw an interpretation of that photo. And uh, I turned it into a 2019 calendar. And it wasn't for him. It was for someone else. But um, I think <laughs> in some ways that made it better. That is so interesting. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that it was not for the potato guy himself. <laughs> yes, yeah, someone different. His wife apparently wants a copy of it now, though. So I've got to make more, which is... Got to make wild. more. It's an industry <laughs> yeah, now. <laughs> exactly. I'm into. I'm in the calendar business. If you guys... I have a picture of you or a friend holding a potato. Hit me up. I know some artists. I've got the I've got the materials. It's fine. Yeah, and the art the art was so cool to see everyone's you know interpretations of uh, man with potato. Honestly, uh, some of them are so good. Like obviously, Frovo is such a talented cartoonist, yeah, and Isabel Zorton is a fantastic friend artist. of the show. Cataclysm <laughs> did watercolors. He spent time doing local, a watercolor. Local uh, extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was. Honestly, some of the artwork was incredible and some of it was awful. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's Morgan, part of the fun too. Did the, <laughs> an awful drawing of him, but just put it on top of a background of uh, just some new potatoes. And it just the laziness in it was it just made it perfect. And yeah, it was it was a real fun time doing it. Yeah. And uh, it's been in the pipeline for a while. So I was excited to be able to thank people publicly and show it because a few people from work know my know my presence. Twitter. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, could, I made to make sure they didn't see it. Well, very cool. I just thought it would be fun to mention that on the show. So if anyone wants to go check that out, I think it's somewhere on your timeline. So maybe just Google <laughs> potato, Tom, Trojan <laughs> Sauce Potato. Buy, hit me up. Uh, yeah, and the calendar is at trojansauce.com. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So let's get into these clips. Now, some of the clips are chosen by me, some of the clips chosen by you, but the fun part about it is that we get to talk about them all and they're all friends of the show so the first yeah. clip is at rocky momax i'm talking about this rob guy. elliott this guy you've this talked guy to him <laughs> you've had him on your pod i've had him on my pod he's a I pod have, guy it was fun he's a good guy I, I love rob i um i've shared a sofa with rob i've shared several 
drinks with Rob. <laughs> yeah. He had a good time. He's a he's a fun giant idiot. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a lot of he would be a lot of fun to hang out with. You uh, could say he looks like a giant. I don't idiot know as well. about. Fine. I don't know how much fun it would be to share a sofa. Like if it was a sleeping situation, it would have oh, to be no, a pretty no, big sofa. Again. Jesus Christ! Oh, okay. I thought I immediately pictured you guys <laughs> spooning oh, on this sofa. <laughs> um, all right, so he's the first clip. So let's just listen and then we'll chat. I fell, I fell uh, out of my lifeguard tower and I smashed my face right around that time. Maybe it was a little, it was uh, August of 2016. I stood up, it was like 150 degrees. I stood up, I got lightheaded and I fell over onto my face. And uh, it was like from like six feet up, like onto my face. And I'm, I'm six, I'm six two, like 240 pounds. And I went down on my face. And smashed my whole face to bits. And uh, Tom decided, hey, <laughs> oh, was I not supposed to say it's Tom? Oh, fuck it, it's Tom. It's Tom that runs the account. I don't care if anybody knows, it's Tom. And he thinks it's absolutely hilarious. And I kind of agree with him. I hate to agree with him on anything, but it's, it's really funny. So it is Tom, our old pal, Trojazaz, running this account and making light of your horrible accident. So you, you ended up okay, right? Like, did you, was it onto the sand or what? The account's been around for a whole year. I can't believe that. And I like that the, now I'm just, well, I'm looking at it now. He even gives, and he made his own account called Runny Bat Comics. <laughs> oh my God. I'm looking at the account now because I have Bunny Rat that we do uh, our own uh, comic strip on Instagram, me and a friend. And he made Runny Bat Comics instead of Bunny Rat. That little, little trickster. He's going deep. Yeah. He's going all the way. <laughs> and he has it said that I live in Hollywood Bitch, Florida instead of Hollywood Beach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> it's the little <laughs> touches Beach, that makes it so good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, we should mention if you want to hear more uh, Tom and Rob chit-chat, you can check out uh, Tom's podcast, Interested in Music. Uh, episodes available now on Apple Podcasts. Well, wasn't that nice? <laughs> it, was, it was so good. Was Honestly, nice? I, the, on, I I love Rob, right? But that story of him falling out of his lifeguard tower is fucking hilarious. Seems and like, <laughs> he really smashed himself up. And he sent he sent a, a snap of him i think his wife had taken a picture of him like in the hospital in a neck brace and his face is all beat up and he's all swollen and red and he sent it to me and i cut it out on snapchat and made a load of memes out of it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i mean it's oh, part of the trojan sauce brand i guess right <laughs> yeah exactly it's um you only do it to the ones you love right Yes, that's right. So you can take his <laughs> horrific incident and turn it into, uh, you know, something to be to be enjoyed. <laughs> exactly. You know what? It's, right, so after that, I started calling him Head Wound um, after he <laughs> fell out of the tower. Right. And um, his son, Cameron, is such a cute little kid. But all I ever see of him, right, is, is Rob adores that boy. But the only time he ever sends me anything about Cam it is Cam falling over. <laughs> And <laughs> right. he sends, he'll send me a video of Cam, like, just tripping over something, and it would just say, Head Wound Junior, and that's it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's so good. Well, he comes by it honestly, right, I guess? <laughs> he 
exactly. It runs in the family. Runs in the family. <laughs> Shout out to Rob and the whole fam down there. Um, surfing it up. Uh, check it. Check them out on your local beaches and at Rocky Momax on Twitter. <laughs> very good. Oh, that's funny. I forgot about that. Lovely. Well, <laughs> very good. Now, moving on, we got this next clip from... Someone we've already mentioned on this podcast. I'm talking about Isabel Zatun, and she is great. This was the first and only live episode recorded live at my house. She stopped by, and we had a great chat, and it was so great to to speak to her in person and to meet her. She's really great, so everyone's got to check her out at Isabel Zatun online. Yeah, she's doing all the great stuff. She has a hilarious, great fashion comedy show, Hack Couture, and she does comedy around the city, and she does hilarious jokes online, and she's the best. Tom, you got to meet her. She, I, I would love to. She's awesome. She, She's a really cool person, and I... I enjoy everything she does, you know. She's she's funny, she's smart, she's talented. Um, I used to, um, when I lived with my parents, I lived with my parents uh, for a little while last year, and I would always take videos of my mum and, like, wind up my mum. And my <laughs> mum always, like, she, I don't know where it came from, but she started saying to me all the time, I shall thump you when <laughs> yeah. she was cross at me. And Isabel um, asked me one day if she could draw a picture of my mum saying she was going to thump me. And I was like, of course you can. And <laughs> she she drew this picture of my mum with, with her famous catchphrase. And I've got it on a hoodie here, um, <laughs> which is awesome. So that's very cool. That's amazing. And that's one of yeah. the benefits of knowing Isabel. And yeah, so she's great. Amazing artist. All of her, her drawings and uh, art and Art of all kinds is great. So truly a really great creative um, mind in Isabel. Her stand-up's really good as well, you know. Oh, yeah. So very funny. And also, like you said, uh, smart. Like crazy. <laughs> very, very smart. Like when yeah. I was speaking to her, I was just like, oh, she's like on another <laughs> another level uh, above me here. Like uh, <laughs> yes, I'm not really holding up my end of this <laughs> podcast conversation. <laughs> uh, just one of the best. So let's have a clip. Let's listen to a little clip of that aforementioned conversation with Isabel Zatun. For those of you who don't know, the Maple Leafs are the worst team. They are doing okay this year. They're not going to do it. Historically, they're the worst team. They're cursed. They're cursed. They're, they're literally cursed. Do you know the story of the Maple Leafs curse? Is it the Bill Barilko disappeared? <laughs> yeah. And then, no, there's two. There's that one where Bill Barilko disappeared. And then they found the helicopter crashed in the northern woods, but they didn't find his body. And his sister still thinks that he's out there somewhere. It's crazy. So he's out there putting the hex on? Uh, no, because then when they found the helicopter that he had been in. Okay, so those of you who don't know, Bill Barilko was like a hockey dude. And then he uh, was on the Maple Leafs, and he was on that team the the year they won the Stanley Cup. And then he was like, I'm going to celebrate Canadian style, go off into the woods and do some hunting. So he did that, but then he never came back. And then while he was missing, the Leafs did not win a Stanley Cup until the year they found the helicopter. Maybe it was a plane. The yeah. flying device that yeah. he'd been in was crashed. They found the body of the pilot, right. but not of Barilko. So his sister still thinks that he's out there. Let's let her believe what she wants. She's had a hard life. She has had a bad time. But the year that they found the plane, the Leafs won the Stanley Cup again. However, the coach who had some sort of like, what was his name? Like Simlack? He had some sort of a... Imlack. Imlack. I was so close. I'm really really proud of myself. That was very good. Uh, And he had some sort of nickname that was like throat punch or something. Just punch. Punch Imlack. Punch Punch Imlack. Imlack. Great name. Uh, Throat punch would be a better... Well, just, yeah, that's uh, his kid. Uh, <laughs> throat Punch Jr. So he was 
for whatever reason, displeased with the way that the Leafs had played that year. And when one of the players went to renew his contract, he lowballed him on purpose because he was like, you may have scored the winning goal that won us the Stanley <laughs> Cup, but you're still a piece of shit. And so the player refused to sign the contract, but then he was sued for breach of contract for not re-signing the contract. Wow. Listen, sports law is something that is clearly over my head. We're not going to go into it. Let's but the lawyers in here. that player had to pay a certain amount of money because he was sued. And he said that until the day that he was paid that amount of money back with interest, the Leafs would never win a Stanley Cup. And you know how long ago that was? I think it was 60, <laughs> 60 years ago. Plus yeah. years, yeah. Ooh. That story would have ended much stronger if I was like, and it was 65 years ago. To instead this of being day, like, <laughs> 65 years to the day. <laughs> <laughs> It was 65 years ago to this day. <laughs> that was quite the voice you put on there, man. That was uh, a despicable I, character you were playing. Sometimes I do a, a weird voice. Uh, when it's not you, <laughs> I do a, a weirdo voice. Uh, that story blows my mind, you know. I love weird like sports curses because you hear about them a lot, right? And that one is a good one. That's a Good tale. I mean, it's crazy, uh, and it was immortalized in the, the tragically hip song, which I think we talked about in that podcast. So it's very cool. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, when weird stuff like that happens, you know, it's a Bermuda Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I, you know, what really makes me laugh is I had to try and not laugh when I was just listening to it. But when she says, "I think it might have been a plane," whatever, the flying device, <laughs> flying device, <laughs> is great flying device. That's what they're called. Great Isabel uh, <laughs> save. <laughs> <laughs> on that one yeah so you can tell like um how knowledgeable she was about this random trivia so imagine yeah. her vast amount of knowledge uh that she has um and she's also great uh great like voice of reason <laughs> when it comes to like conflict online and stuff you know i always love to hear her opinions on different uh uh complicated and challenging subjects of the modern yeah, age I, um it's nice like I think that she's someone who has lived an incredibly different life to one that I have, you know. And, uh, I mean, she spoke about it a lot on your episode, I think, when she was talking about kind of growing up where she did in kind of the middle of nowhere Canada and being a native person and kind of some of the experiences she'd have. And it's it's really nice to be able to hear someone else's perspective who isn't, like, had the same life as me, you know. Yes, and I think that's great, and we should all seek out these other perspectives and voices. I think we all have proven that people can do better, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We're all trying here, guys. We're trying. Yeah, exactly. So just that's the great thing about up. being online, right, is that you, you, you get the opportunity to connect with so many people that you would have never have ever have come into contact with. Yeah, these people uh, aren't walking down your street specifically. Yeah, but they are online. They're walking the down is the a, main is street of the internet. Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, and the that's, mean streets that's, of online. <clears throat> that's right. So yeah, Isabel in summation, the best. Everyone got to go check her out, Isabel Zatun, on Twitter, and then you can find her Instagram and all that other stuff through that. I think. So no, right. I mean, yeah, she shares stuff. So let's keep moving on. Uh, let's this, do it. This next this is a, uh, quite a, quite a pace we're at. We're at a good pace, you know. I think we're at a good pace at a fine clip, a regular podcast clip. Listeners, how we doing? <laughs> right in, <laughs> right into the pod, and let us know if we were doing okay, or if we should have slowed it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next clip is Eddie. I'm talking about at flaccid umbrella. Flaccid umbrella. What do you What do you hope it is? I hope is he he did, he did an impression. <laughs> on the show yeah. and I think it was Walken yeah he did a Christopher Walken because you know what I 
I didn't know Eddie when I listened to this episode and I, I heard him do that impression and I was, I was walking my dog and I was, I had to stop. It was a freezing cold night. It was pitch, pitch black outside and I had to stop in the street because I was laughing too hard <laughs> at hearing him do that impression and I followed him straight away. I was like, this guy, holy shit, this guy. <laughs> it was so funny. He just absolutely killed me. I had to listen over and over. It's so good. Yeah, so everyone, if the if it's not in this clip, that's a great reason to go back and check out <laughs> Eddie's episode uh, at Flaccid Umbrella. You got to go check him out. All right, so uh, I think we will play the clip. <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're all pretty beautiful countries, really unique in their own ways, which is something I love about Africa. I mean. It's small countries all packed together, but you travel to one and you can immediately tell the, the difference from the one just next to it. Oh, that's pretty neat. Uh, so very uh, national, good national identities. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, what's, definitely what's, um, what's your favorite uh, place you've traveled to uh, within Africa? Within Africa, I would have to say it's a close one between Zimbabwe and South Africa. Right, okay. South Africa um, gets all the press. Because... <laughs> Well, yeah, but I, I feel like it's, it was different for me because I was in a I was in one of the smaller towns, not really well known, but it holds a there will always be a place in my heart for that place because I sort of made a second family when I was there. Oh. Uh, that's where I went to high school, and it was a boarding school, so I didn't have any of my family around. Uh, and when I got there, it was just they sort of immediately accepted me for who I am and that was just it was pretty cool it was pretty cool Tom it was pretty, it was pretty cool. cool well it was pretty cool <clears throat> seems like I really dropped the ball on the clips here <laughs> <laughs> you know what there was so there was another thing I remembered about Eddie's and it just reminded me because he was talking about Zimbabwe in that clip and he spoke about how he was in a music video for um, I can't remember who even the artist was but I remember him saying that he met like the international uh, cricket uh, player, the, the, the bowler, Henry Alonga, I think it was. And it was cool because no one ever talks about cricket online because everyone's too busy pretending they're cool. And that's but, how it should be. <laughs> yeah. Do not start. Let's not start now, Internet. Let's just leave well, it. Well, <laughs> hang on. Here we go. It was nice because, like, I remember, right, so for those who don't know much about cricket, which I'm assuming is everyone who's not, <laughs> from from a heavy cricketing nation who play it. yeah. <laughs> um, it's like Zimbabwe turned up in the late 90s starting to play like high level cricket internationally and they were shit honestly to begin with but I had a few players who were like standouts and Henry Alonga was like one of the fastest bowlers of all time it was cool and then Eddie talked about meeting him because he was in this video so I looked up the video for the song at the time and like I don't really know what Eddie looks like. <laughs> and he was a child at the time. But I was watching it like, yeah, I know someone who's in that. Yeah. <laughs> As if it's like a claim to fame somehow. That's so cool. Yeah, you know someone who met uh, that great bowler. <laughs> exactly. Wow. It's Six cool. degrees of separation, Tom. That's all it takes. Exactly. Me and Henry Alunga, just yeah. any minute now, <laughs> he's coming around. If you ever run into him, you have, like, a, you have like, something to hey, talk immediately. Hey, this guy I know, Eddie... It was in the um, video, remember? Yeah, you, you remember do remember? Kid, right. I would like to go to the special cricket 
finale party that you're going to right now with you that's what they call it that's yeah. how did you know the name was the that's annual the, special cricket party i mean it's it's a it was a secret up until now and i've i've blown it the cricketing blown federation it. is going to be after me you know did you ever see eddie's tattoo he got no fucking hell you know mark mcgark did that tweet that's like sometimes it do be that way though yeah. and it's him looking down at his forearm tattoo that says sometimes it do be that way though. <laughs> yeah. Eddie fucking got sometimes it do be that way though tattooed on his forearm. Oh my god. Yeah. Eddie is for real. Yeah. Ed, Eddie doesn't retweet. If Eddie likes your tweets, he gets them tattooed on his body. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Eddie. And I guess shout out to Mark McGark. <laughs> I mean, that is going above blind up the fame star, right? It's. That's too much. The ultimate retweet. Yeah. I, I remember Mark, I, I feel I, I may be, I mean, I'm sure Mark would be able to say better than I can, but I feel like I remember having a conversation with Mark where he's like, I don't even really know Eddie that well, <laughs> <laughs> which is even better. Yeah, that is even better. Yeah. yeah so no, Eddie's yeah. great. <laughs> so, hey, if yeah, I mean, he, he made the choice. It's great, great to get tattoos. You're a tattoo guy. Yeah, I mean... I tried. I do it for appearances, you know. You're a painted man. Um, so, what was your latest ink? Didn't you just recently get inked? The uh, last one I got was in August. Uh, I got a Tim Burton piece on the back of my arm. I tend to go once every few months. I get a bit antsy if yeah. I don't have one done. So I wanna, I wanna get one again soon but i'm not sure what to get yet oh, okay so. you don't have like a uh, a queue <clears throat> of it's such a long list honestly and it's hard to know how to prioritize them oh that's, so you do there trouble. there is just like a, a a like a big like a whiteboard with ideas scrawled all over it but you don't have anything yeah. organized and specifically it, or any specific thoughts I think the one thing I, I i'm i would like to get sooner rather than later is um do you know the band the manic street preachers i know of them they're okay, like a so 90s they have- kind of thing right yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had a member in the band who wrote all the songs. I mean, we're getting distracted from the clip show here, but they had a member in the band who um, wrote all the songs and played rhythm guitar, but he couldn't actually play guitar. So usually he was on stage not plugged in, but he wrote all the songs, so they let him stay. And he was like, I really enjoyed the mythology around him because he just disappeared in like 1995 and he's never been seen since. Oh, yeah. Never found body, nothing. And he's a really interesting character and I, I find him really fascinating. And my friend who does my tattoos, we're good pals, and we were out having a beer one night talking about the Manic Street Preachers and Richie Edwards in particular. And he, he said to me, oh, man, I've always wanted to do a portrait tattoo of Richie Edwards. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to get a portrait <laughs> tattoo of Richie Edwards. So we've been to and froing on it for nearly two years now, and it will get done eventually. But um, it's quite scary to get a portrait tattoo, you know. Why? Because... Oh, because it could be so, could it go, it, it could go wrong, go, you know, but I, I believe in his art, so I think it'll be all right. But the, the thing that worries me is that he's been missing for like nearly 30 years, no, nearly, <laughs> like over 20 years, so 25 yeah. years nearly. And you know that the second he puts down that gun and finishes my tattoo, we'll hear on the radio, oh, he's been found and he's done something really weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got me too He disappeared yeah. for 25 years and he still got me too Ooh, that's exactly. tough. Or, you know, something, I just, I don't know, I just don't want to have someone on me who, who might turn out to be a weirdo. And I feel all right because he's been 
almost definitely dead for a really long time. Yeah. But until you get that official confirmation, you never know. He might be out there putting milk on his tea first, you know. Oh, the ultimate yeah, oh. sin. <laughs> yeah. There's me going on at the beginning. I don't like it when you categorise us with tea. And, <laughs> and immediately your first <laughs> reference is <laughs> yeah. a tea, tea-based reference. <laughs> All right. Well, very cool. And so in case I didn't mention, everyone should follow Eddie at Flaccid Umbrella on Twitter. So he come back too. He had such a long break yeah. from being online and he's recently back. And, he's uh, back, baby. He's good. He's, he's a good guy. I like him. Tweets are good. He's a good guy. And uh, I think I talked about on in the podcast too. His Instagram is great. It's uh, monochrome uh, with yes. a K. It's, it's great. All of his photos are black and white and it's like life uh, living in Africa and it's so great. So you got to check it out. Check out Eddie. He's the best. All right, moving on. His episode on. was really good as well, just to say. His episode was really good because, he's he, again, he's someone who's got such an interesting life story, you know? Yeah, it was so great. Yeah, uh, yeah he's the, he was the first <laughs> African uh, friends of the show. So, yeah, you got to check that episode out. And it was delightful talking to him. Yeah. All right, the next clip comes to us from Nick. I'm talking at One Trick to Fani, and it's Nick on Twitter. Uh, again, another great artist, another great funny online guy. He's mixing it up out there. You know yeah. Nick. I do, yeah. He's been a guest on my podcast as well. I've bought a number of uh, T-shirts from Nick over the last couple of years. His art is fantastic, and he is... He's got he's got one of the best music tastes of anyone I know. Mm. Like if he tells you a band, if he tells me a band or an artist, then I can almost guarantee I'm going to like it. He's he's really good at that. He's he's just someone who kind of he picks up on stuff early. I think he hears bands before anyone else does somehow. And oh he's cool. yeah, um, got an ear to the ground. Yeah, he's one of those guys. I'll yeah. be like, hey Nick, have you heard this band? He's like, huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, three years ago. yeah, I already liked them and then stopped liking them. And now we're like this new band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, um, yeah, he's a cool guy. And I, I really like Nick. I've got a lot of time for him. And he's, he's funny because he's, you know, he's a salty boy online. He's, he's very salty. He's always getting ruckuses. He's Ruck- getting in ruck. He's not afraid to ruffle feathers online, much oh, like yourself. Uh, to a similar degree. He's, he's not afraid to say what he thinks uh, about certain potentially controversial uh, subjects he takes stances hot takes he's got it all plus the art you gotta check him out um i also have a couple of his uh shirts uh from the the shop you gotta go check it out i think you can check it out from his bio at one trick to funny on twitter and this is the clip that i have picked i like this podcast i will give you kudos for it because this is very cool that you just bring people on from twitter to actually like get to know them and talk to them and have other people get to know them more and like what type, what type of people they are, you know? Well, thank here, you, Nick. And that is exactly the goal. Hopefully everyone it, listening realizes that Nick is a nice guy. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> In real like, life, not, not one trick to funny, right? That is completely. Yeah, no, but that's my, uh, my brand is mean. Mean brand. Yeah, we ha- we've had people with mean brands on the show, like Tom, you know, a Trojan <laughs> sauce. He is mean online, but he's nice in real life. So oh, you man, know that those good. people exist, you know. They're not real people. Yeah, all the mean, the the millions of mean people online. Some of them are actually nice. Some of them, you would be surprised. You just have to get to know people. <laughs> you, you just know? have to have them on your podcast, and then one at a time, you'll figure it out. Yeah, and I'm not saying you know you have to give everybody a chance with the stuff they say, but like if someone's just like really passionate about something, and you just think it's goofy or silly, as long as it's not hurting anyone, you know, just give give them a chance. You know, yes. it's not it's not doing any harm. 
Yeah, agreed. Everyone's got their own thing. But if, I mean, if it's like racist or like really offensive, then, you know, screw that person. Yeah, <laughs> but right? if it's just liking a very specific kind of Mountain Dew, maybe just, you know, leave it's it alone. strange. Just leave it's it alone. Strange. Yeah. But when we found out like why he likes that Mountain Dew so much, it was just, it was a beautiful thing. It was really sweet. It was really sweet. What he's alluding to, of course, is a funny story that he told on the podcast. So you got to go check out his episode. Um, oh, that was a good tease you did there. Right? Yeah. So that was yeah. a good tease. I hope everyone uh, goes and checks out that episode with Nick because there's a lot of great chat in there. It was so great talking to him. Um, yeah, I was like <laughs> wired after because I was like, oh, this is just such a great uh, chat after talking to him. I think I stayed up <laughs> a little later than I should because <laughs> I was just so amped up um, after talking to Nick. Um, yeah, one of my faves. So I had to get the clip on. And everyone's got to go check him out and maybe buy a T-shirt, right? Support that guy. Yeah. 100% support that guy. His art is incredible. And um He's he's such a like I think the thing is with Nick right is I think you look at his Twitter and you think oh boy this guy's ready for a fight all the time but he's he's one he's a really patient person I think when you get to know him and he's um he's very articulate and he's got a lot of interesting opinions and always enjoys a discussion around things and like he said in the clip is um if if someone's doing something he doesn't like but it's not hurting anyone then he won't say anything. He only gets on his causes when they're <laughs> worthwhile. And to be fair to him, I back him on most of them. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for, if you're looking to support someone in online feuds, uh, go, go check out and see <laughs> what, go check out, see what feud he's in. Maybe go block some people online. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he'll tell you who the bad, he'll tell you who some bad people are. He will tell you. He'll tell you. He's not afraid. So yeah, he'll tell you who to unfollow, who he should be unfollowing. <laughs> yeah, not something that I normally like to get involved with, but Nick <laughs> is definitely not afraid to do that. And you know what? Kudos to him for that, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is with Nick, I think, is that he he says a lot of stuff that I want to say a lot of the time. Like, you, you know, it's uh, I do the mean thing, but it's like, you know, I, I very rarely am standing up to something that I don't like you right. know and I, I wish i was a bit more like that you know he's um i've seen nick very passionately go after injustices in the community like plagiarism and things like that when it's warranted and when it's not he'll have a quiet word with people and say like hey just so you know this is like what people have said or what people have seen or whatever so just heads up but people who are persistent he'll he'll tell them and i think it's good it's good to have someone who's like brave enough to say it when we're all thinking it you know yeah. You know what, Tom? I agree. And that's the second clip I think that you got a shout out in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that more have shout outs to me. Well, you are you are fre- a frequently mentioned uh, guest uh, on the show. I have mentioned you several times as the clips have shown. And also, like, I don't think there's any clips of me doing uh, an impression of you, but it happened a lot on the show. Usually when you uh, asked a question and I would try to read it in your voice. Uh, and yeah, it was one of the more everyone fun. Everyone always tells me how good your impression of me is. And and you, don't, you, don't, you don't see it. <laughs> I don't think. I think like sometimes. Your voice sounds different in your head, doesn't it? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can't that. tell. I know that I, I at some points can kind of get close, like get a little bit of your like intonation. Like if you nail like yeah. a certain intonation, it sounds like I'm I'm doing you in a good way. But really, yeah, it's, it, it was very hit or miss. <laughs> I found, but I if really I love trying it. And you just said I'm doing you in a good way. I'd have done so many emojis. Uh oh. <laughs> I hope no one emojis with my face right. I hope now. no one does a embarrassing supercut of all the <laughs> innuendo I've said. <laughs> I hope right. they do. I think 
All right, fans, get on it. it. (laughs) Yeah, we need more supercuts. All right, Tom, now we're getting to the next clip, and this clip is markedly. I'm talking about Mark McGark. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love Mark. Fellow podcast haver, although there haven't been any new episodes recently. There's a lot of great old episodes that listeners can go back and check out. I'm talking about yeah, Making Friends with Mark McGark. Check it out on I, I love that show. He, he and you started at the same time doing kind of a similar concept, but you tackle it in such different ways. And I think both kind of coming along at the same time and a lot of guests being on both shows, it was really nice because I got like this really cool, rounded version of the people I know from online. And have enjoyed both immensely i would say yeah uh, i have as well and um like you're saying if you hear someone on this show maybe they have been on mark's show and you can hear another ooh. episode because these are these are twitter po- people like they might not be on that many podcasts yet exactly. right but now they're they're getting on to more podcasts and you gotta go check them out these are people you should know absolutely and i think mark is um it's, it's interesting because mark is such a kind and genuine genuinely lovely person right and he's he's just i don't know he's such a kind and also as well funny and thoughtful person and yet when i went on his podcast (laughs) he fucking just cut out about three minutes worth of time just to say swear words about me (laughs) (laughs) like he just called me all sorts of names i don't understand why he did it i think he wants i think he wants some rough and tumble on the internet yeah, I think he does. I think that might be it. He might be too nice, and so he sort of seeks out some maybe faux confrontation with friends. Yeah, do you think that's like, what it is? If we're an, if we're analyzing it? it, I think it's like it's the only people I've ever seen him fight with are me on that podcast, and when he said online that he was going to punch the crap out of drugs if he saw him. <laughs> so just you and drugs, <laughs> yeah, on his hit list. That's his. It's his fight. That's his, his two causes. Yeah. No, he's done it. I think he did it to me, and I was just sort of sh- shocked more than anything. I was like, I know this. He's he's joking, or is he? Oh, I don't know. Is, is he joking? Maybe. That's because he, he's so no. nice and he's so yeah. genuinely uh, a good person that when he when he shows that side, like he can just flick that switch. And all of a sudden, oh, like, who is who is that? <laughs> I was I was shocked. <laughs> I was appalled. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, if I'd have known the number for the cops in America, I'd have called them. You know. But yeah. nine, nine, we don't have the jurisdiction over there. Right, yeah, you have to dial, like, um, a lot of international codes, right, yeah, to dial internationally. You don't know the codes. Uh, I know it's 911. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, I mean, that's about it. Right. Uh, you still dealing with long phone numbers over there? How long are your phone numbers? How many digits? 11? Digits. Yeah. I guess that's that's pretty normal. <laughs> you, I like you. You did the shock voice <laughs> you with, but then, um, yeah, no, it's the same. I think it's the same. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just think cause, I mean when I see it, it's got a European uh, extra code that I have to do. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we're uh, plus forty four over here. Okay, as well. so that takes I guess for an international call, you need to be dialing in that. Whereas the states is like plus one. I think, yeah, we're I plus think. one over here in North America. Are you plus? Is the whole of North America? I think so. Well, we're one. I'm like. One nine zero five. The rest oh, of my phone I number. I thought you were going to do the whole thing there. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh man, shoot me a text. Get out there. Yeah, shoot me a text. So um, yeah, let's listen to this clip from Markedly. We decided to do a game where we we whipped out our phones 
And instead of coming up with our own ideas to write things to each other, we decided let's use predictive text, which ah. is that thing on your phone keyboard where if you start typing something, it'll make suggestions. And we found that even if you don't type anything, it'll still make suggestions for you. It'll just, <laughs> words will appear and you can press them if you want to or not. Yeah, so we choose, were like, choose. Let's, um, let's play a game and let's enter each other's names and then let's just press the predictive text options until a halfway coherent sentence comes up and then we'll send it. Um, and I'm going to give you some examples of what happened. <laughs> but first, uh, for anybody listening, I really strongly encourage you to try this because the sentences that you come up with are so absurd that you, you can't help but laugh at them. <laughs> and even more than that, your predictive text on your own phone kind of says something about who you are and like what are your most often used words and uh, that kind of thing. Oh, so, Big Brother, like your phone knows you. Oh, it kind of knows you, but like it doesn't quite know how to speak for you. It's sort of like a weird robotic version of your own voice. <laughs> so I was doing this with my friend. I couldn't stop laughing, and each entry was funnier than the last. Um, I I was crying. I was <laughs> cramping up. I was sweating. Uh, I couldn't stop laughing. So I'm going to read you a couple of these, if that's right. okay. Yes, hit it. Okay, hold on. Do I have it open? All right. So, okay, this one's from, like I said, we typed in a person's name, and then we just made a sentence from predictive text. So the first one's from Jess. She says, Ash, why is your yelling so religious? <laughs> Then she says, she typed in my name. She says, McGark, my mama is a psycho lady. I don't know how to do it right now. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, like what? That's like almost saying a thought, but just like yeah. just a little slight turn. It's not quite a real thought. Mm -hmm. Just not quite a real thought, Tom. Just Thank not you. quite a real thought. Have you got your phone in front of you, Stephen? Uh, yeah, I have it here. Do it now for Mark and see what happens. Do it for Mark, okay. So, like, yeah. at, Mark, at McGark? Just write Mark in your phone and then see what happens with the predictive text. Because I just did it, and mine said, Mark was a great night with my dad today. I love him. Okay. And, you know, the sentiment is true. Uh, okay. Um, mine's not really making any sense. <laughs> Good. Uh, Too bad. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm gonna morning. Is your day off the week before you guys get back? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I think it's. <laughs> I think a lot of my texting is where I'm going or where I'm coming from. <laughs> I what I enjoy about that clip from Mark is um, I'm in that DM room. I think. Well, I've been I'm in a bunch of DM rooms that I or have been over time with Mark and a bunch of those people, and I. Basically, I got to wake up because I do all this fun stuff when I'm asleep. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I got to wake up and read back to this utter nonsense, absolute carnage in there. And, yeah, they had the best time of their lives. And reading it back, it's, I don't know what was going on. I think there was something in the water that day over in North America because those guys, oh, boy, they enjoyed themselves. <laughs> and you missed out. You had to catch up after the oh. fact. Don't you hate I that? always miss out. I always miss out, man. It's part of the problem. This is why I need to move continent. Yeah, then you go to the opposite side. So, yeah, we're over here. I'm on over here on east side of North America. 
But you're thinking West Side. That's a whole another three-hour difference. So mm. the difference between uh, England and me is one thing. But then add three more hours to that, you got quite a swing. Exactly. But this is the thing, right, is at the moment I will – like I can tell when everyone's waking up throughout the day. Like it'll be around about midday for me. You know, but I'll get my my Mark McGarks and my Masons and my Jess OK Fines popping up in my DM rooms, and then give it another couple of hours, and I've got my Tragic Alley here, and I've got my adult mom coming in, and then you get to the end of the day, and you've got House Feminist, you've got Professor Hinckley. And all of a sudden, these people are rolling in, and you can tell when I should go to bed because everyone's <laughs> around, and that's when it gets fun. Yeah, so you gotta go. You gotta leave right when everyone is at the party. Exactly. You gotta it get sucks, to bed because it's too late, and you gotta get started on that next day. Exactly. This in the future here is tough. <laughs> yeah, you're in the future, so you're already <laughs> you're late at night, and I'm here in, in the <laughs> night in the beautiful afternoon times. So, uh, exactly. It's, it's rough. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's weird to think it. It's dark here now. It's, it's the night time. And then there's other people out there just starting their days. There's people at a oh. beach right now, Tom. <laughs> I know. What a world. Oh, you know, Rob's probably at a beach right now. It's insane. If you're at a beach, if you're listening at a beach right now, hit us up on FOTS Pod. <laughs> Let us know. Send us a snap. Do the hot dog thing. Is it my legs or is it hot dogs? I, I, I'm going to guess right now. It's definitely their legs. <laughs> Good guess. They would not go to the beach with hot dogs just to, to listen. They probably... No one's hearing this and going, shit, get me some hot dogs. Get, we got to get <laughs> you know. the hot dogs. We're going to stage this. <laughs> We're getting to the beach. Like, if you really want to trick me, put your legs in a bun, you coward. You cowards. Listeners, you're a bunch of cowards. All right, well, <laughs> well what, a, what a nice uh, clip of Mark and Lee. I think that gives a nice taste. And you got to go check out his podcast. You got to go check him out online. He's had a many of my favorite tweets um, posted, and he continues to be a great guy. I said to him the other day, you know that tweet he did where it's like, um, I can't remember how he words it, but it's basically like he goes onto Google and he starts to type in Facebook, and he typed it wrong one time like seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah. And it's like, uh, fact book or something and then, then google's like hey do you want to go to fact book you stupid idiot it's honestly it's like one of my favorite tweets ever i think it might be my favorite tweet it's every time i think of it when i like because every time i go in my search bar right i start typing something and it will tell me something idiotic that i typed by mistake a long time ago and i just think oh mark mcguck <laughs> you genius <laughs> he's a genius uh, everyone's got to go check out his hilarious geniosity on his timeline Ooh. he's got great jokes fun stuff his hilarious was his hilarious thing i saw this week that was uh from earlier it was his uh, master class of tweeting oh my god yeah. <laughs> his videos so good like wild. a send-up of those master class uh videos that you see the ads for master class and it's mcgark teaches tweeting <laughs> and uh, the the example uh is one of my favorites of his where it's uh he slips the dj twenty dollars to turn it down a scooch <laughs> and in the you gotta watch the trailer folks but in the in the trailer he's like a scooch and he like turns the camera uh, he takes the camera it's great so you gotta go check him out it's very good and mark is such a good guy as well and he's so friendly and welcoming and everyone um I feel like some people are a bit intimidated by talking to kind of the larger account sometimes, you know, and if there's one guy not to be intimidated by, like for a conversation, it's Mark, because he is a very kind and uh, 
friendly person. He's a kind and sweet natured soul living I mean, in the nice mean streets of New York. I just kept saying friendly over and over. Sweet <laughs> yeah. natured soul. He's a sweet natured soul. <laughs> All right. So this next clip comes from maybe not a sweet natured soul. I don't know. Oh boy. It's Mike Bigby. Oh no. Oh, I'm hanging up. Oh, we've got, we've got bristling. We've oh, got God. bristling. All right. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> tell us about your contentious relationship with Mike Bigby. Oh, Mike. goddamn Bigby. That's what I call him in my house. We call him Mike. Goddamn Bigby. <laughs> and if anyone ever doesn't mention the goddamn in the middle, then is hell to pay. Mike is a, a, a swine. He's a scoundrel. He's, Think of a bad word, Stephen, because he's that. Uh, he's nefarious. Big... Yeah, he's that as well. Oh, God damn it, that guy. He's a trickster. He's, um... he's a goddamn prankster. He's and, a prankster, um, yeah. He's, he's, he's there to ruffle. Sometimes I feel like just my feathers. <laughs> you feel uh, singled out here? Uh, sometimes, you know. I think he just does it in such a way that it can feel very personal, even though it's a very broad, <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to call it, satirical take on, on bullying. I don't know what it is. It's just a different he's, way of being online. His account, honestly, every single day, he makes me die with laughter. And it annoys me so much because I'm like, why am I laughing at this? How is he getting me every time still? The other week when he was doing, did you see when he was doing all the videos and everything about Follow Friday? Oh, no, I did not see that. He was doing the entire week. He was like, oh, can't wait. It's only five more days until Follow Friday. And then he was like tweeting. All he did all week was just about Follow Friday. And then it was a Thursday. And he's like doing a video of himself. He's like, Hey guys, I'm about to go to bed. Can't wait to wake up tomorrow for Follow Friday. And then you never guess what? There were no tweets from Mike all day on the Friday. And on the Saturday morning, <laughs> there was a tweet saying, Oh no. <laughs> oh no, I've been asleep. He did it. It was, it was one of the funniest things. It was such a good performance piece. It's and a good bit. It's a real good bit. But also, if anyone deserves to miss Follow Friday, it's him, he's my enemy. And that's not going to change just because he made me laugh. Yeah, and I, I think the only one really impacted by that would be Mike Bigby because I'm pretty sure his Follow Fridays are always <laughs> Follow Friday Mike Bigby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever seen I, him um, do a non-Mike Bigby Follow Friday. <laughs> he's um, he's very funny. I like Mike a lot, except from, obviously... Except when, when you I don't go. like him. <laughs> yeah, that's, which, you know, it comes say, and goes. And that's things like funny else. I've got to say it about him, too. Yeah. He's a funny guy. It's a pain in the ass. Pain in the A-R-S-E, am I right? Yeah, yeah damn right you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, without further ado, let's listen to this clip from Mike Bigby. Yeah, this is another one that I really like, although uh, Tom and I are, um, we're, we have a bit of a love-hate relationship, let's put it that way. That's what I was uh, trying to get at. He's not an enemy of the show. He's uh, very much a friend of the show, but in you have a little bit of a thing going on. Yeah, it's a lot of sexual tension, uh, <laughs> a lot of unresolved um, drama, and, you know, it's just one of those things. Eventually, we'll get together and we'll thrash it out. But in the meantime, here's the tweet. Um, stage direction, phone sex, her. Tell me what you'd do with me. Me, loudly chewing a bagel. I don't know, probably sex? <laughs> <laughs> so, classic Tom. 
just <laughs> is so indifferent. That was you, Tom. Yeah, your beard is strong. Would you say it's one of the more striking parts of your appearance? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I've got a pretty plain face underneath, so uh, I'm not, there's not much going on. Uh, Spicing yeah, it my, up with the beard. I think my belly is probably one of the most striking. The most, the body part I do most of my striking with when people first see me. Um, but yeah, yeah, beards up there definitely. <laughs> the chat about the, the beard, beard is, so is strange. up there definitely. So that was Mike Bigby, and check off the Tom mention on the show. <laughs> Click, yeah. So yep. y- y- another great Tom mention. Hmm. It, I was very flattered that he picked that, you know, because, um, I mean, I understand why he did. It's really good. But, it's a good um, tweet. Yeah, but he, yeah, he got me. He got me. You got you good. Guy, <laughs> guy, he gets me right in the soft spots. He's, um, yeah, the Mike episode was fucking, it was good because it was in this period of time when you were trying to, play us off against each other like <laughs> as a running team. and also am i right in thinking that the mike episode was the one where you did like us like improv skits at the end <laughs> yeah that was the one <laughs> that was the one episode if you're a hardcore uh, friend of the show listener you'll know that we uh, verged from format to do this bit that mike suggested or we do like improv uh bits that were like other podcasts so, uh, yeah, that one like hurt my face because I was like laughing too much during that. It was so dumb. It was so funny, but it was like funny and so bad as well. It was well, the, perfect. It, it was like because he would not commit. <laughs> like the one thing you got to do is just commit, and he kept like uh, dropping out. And then he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry for suggesting improv when I'm t- obviously terrible at improv." You know what? I think it's it was so still fun. <laughs> I think the listeners had fun. I, I had a lot of fun listening to it, honestly. It was so good. And again, like what, what I think is great about this show is um, you don't need to know the person to enjoy it. Um, mm. It helps sometimes. Like It's fun to hear your friends talking, you know. But it's, um, it's, it's nice to get to know someone who you don't necessarily know that well. And it can, like, even if you don't know Mike or, or Eddie or, or Mark or Isabel, like, they're great guests to go back and listen to because you really get to know someone and you could then kind of read their tweets and stuff in a different way as well. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you get to hear their voice come through a little bit clearer because you can sort of hear it in their actual voice. Yeah, exactly. You know what their voice sounds like, and that's a good part of it. Yeah, good point. Good point, Tom. Yeah, thanks. I'll make some of them. Yeah. Now, just trying something here. Let's see if this will work. Holy shit, are you doing what I think you're doing? Let's just... So you can see. <laughs> yeah, it's just come up on my screen saying you're trying to add my goddamn thing to the call. It's uh, it's a little bit of a surprise, but I don't think it's. I don't. I don't know if I think it's gonna work. I sent him. I've sent him messages. <laughs> it looks like he's not non-responsive, but uh, oh, surprise oh. spoiled. I failed. My heart. <laughs> Hard like racing. Let's just let it keep ringing, and then maybe one day, maybe he'll just, pick up before the end of the of the. Pod. You know. This is this is how I feel about Mike, right? Is the first thing I did, the second I saw his name flash up on the screen, I looked around me for what's the closest weapon I have? <laughs> <laughs> to get him through the screen. Uh, he's coming to get you. All right. 
Well, that was a bit of a, a dud, but maybe before the end of the show, he'll pick up. Now, the next clip, we'll just keep it going. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Brandon. You know Brandon? He spells his name with an A. Oh, God. Him. I'm, I'm talking about at Le Bear Girdle. And yeah, Brandon's great. He was so fun to talk to. He had a great story about eating. <laughs> there was a couple of stories about like eating competitions. Um, and Br- I, Brandon had a great one. So that's what this clip's going to be. So let's listen in to that. And the next question comes to us from friend of the show, Tom at Trojan Sauce. Uh-oh. And he asked two questions. If you had to switch the A in your name for a different vowel, what would it be? That's a great Tom accent. No, thank you. Um, If I had to switch the A's in my name, there are two, which I'm sure we're going to get to a little bit later. But if I had to switch them to anything, I would probably switch them to Y's, which are sometimes a vowel. Oh, yeah, sometimes. So I would make both of them Y's. So that way my name would be all kind of consonants and also sort of vowels. And you pronounce it kind of weird. Yeah, how would you pronounce that? That would sort of be... Like, uh, Brendan. Yeah, it would be like uh, you could move to Wales and just fit right yeah. in, no problem. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, yeah, nothing weird about that name. And I get about three wings down. And at this point, my insides are like a volcano. <laughs> and they keep bringing me that sweet, sweet milk. <laughs> okay, how much, how much milk per wing out, are you drinking? <laughs> I probably drank throughout the thing almost a half gallon of milk. Wow, that's a lot. But at a certain point, it doesn't do anything. And your mouth is essentially just numbed. So I finally get to the sixth and final wing, and I'm eating it, and I want to give up. I want to give up, but I can't. I have to persevere. And the table of 50 to 60-year-olds, I think, I don't know, somewhere around there, they cheer for me. They get up, and they clap. And I'm like, no, I can't give up. I down another glass of milk. At this point, I'm just full. I'm just full of milk and <laughs> spicy goodness. You're all sweaty and... <laughs> I'm sweaty. There's just snot everywhere. I'm just a real mess. <laughs> so I down the final wing. And I run to the bathroom. And I put my head under the sink. For about the next five minutes. For about the next five minutes. In about Four, five minutes. About the next five minutes. God damn. <laughs> That's about all you need. So, shout out to Brandon, and also, happy birthday. At the time of this recording, it is his birthday. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday from one of us here at Friends of the Show. <laughs> I will wish him a happy birthday when he spells his name right. Okay? Right. It's not really his. I think we talk about it on the show, so everyone got to go listen, obviously. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so he, he spells his name with an A, and it's... It, he did not choose that. We don't choose our own names, Tom, right? We choose them every day by accepting them, Stephen. I guess that's true. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. Brandon, your name's wrong. Yeah, tell him. <laughs> get that guy. <laughs> no, don't get him. Actually, get him more followers by following him on Twitter.com. I'm talking at Le Bear Girdle. You got to go check him out. Call Brandon, who spells it with an O. Unfollow Brandon. And go follow a Brandon. That's what the world <laughs> needs. We don't need more Brandons. Yeah, I mean, intername, intername, uh, cliques uh, is a very <laughs> hot button issue currently. This, this, this uh, 
oh god it grinds my gears i Just hear getting you worked pain. up i know you're getting it's real like, worked up yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> before you, you get too worked up let's just let's keep it moving <laughs> get to the next clip and it is from our friend oh wait it's the last clip guys it's the last clip and it is from our friend at steve versus ninjas what a good guy then this was a very fun talk he told great stories uh i think this is a story about his climbing and i think we talk about his dog and here's the clip from steve versus ninjas my dog oh my gosh she's a great dog all right her name is sadie sadie here we go <laughs> dog chat begins what kind of dog <laughs> the cavalier king charles spaniel oh my wife read about this breed we we're trying to figure out what to get and i've always liked bigger dogs i've always liked retrievers and stuff my family all had golden retrievers and my brothers did and just love those dogs and she's like we can't get a dog that that that's that big so she said what's kind of a sporting dog but very small and she settled on that breed and when i met him oh my gosh we went up to this place where there's a breeder up in washington and these dogs are so great there was like a dozen of them at her fence and they're all just wagging their tails and they're not even barking Ooh, that's so they're cute. just so cute and nice dogs yeah I have fun teaching her tricks and stuff. She's very trainable. So she does a figure eight around my legs or she'll jump through a hoop or just do lots of fun stuff. Beep, beep. And so we, we climb up the rope. We do that okay. And then Glenn has to climb up to where the rope got stuck. And so for that, he changes into his climbing shoes. And while he's doing that, he drops one of his climbing shoes. Oh, no, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> so that falls a hundred feet down to the deck and and now we're like oh well so he climbs it in one hiking boot and one climbing shoe and it's this really hard climb and i'm like oh don't fall don't fall because this is not in sometimes when you when you're clipped in you're real confident and it you feel like your protection's really good and in this case i was like this is not good do not fall do not fall but he managed to free up our other rope and get down and everything worked out okay <laughs> and nobody died so nobody died you know what that's how i love a story to end <laughs> i um there's two things i have to say about that clip right okay is when you said oh no glad <laughs> after he lost his shoe that kills me that's so funny to me hearing you say that but also dog chat generally who's not going to enjoy dog chat you got to go listen to that episode now you got to listen to the episode for the rest of Doc Chat. He gives more exactly. details, and you really find out about Glenn and why I gasped so audibly when uh, when Glenn did what he did. <laughs> it's honestly the um, I've enjoyed listening back to these clips because there's so much that like, I've listened to. I think every episode now, but it's been a while yeah. since you were kind of doing a lot of them regularly. You know, yeah. Um, so it's. Uh, it's nice to hear some of these these classics back. These are classics, and you can go back and listen to these and more episodes. All the episodes available, I'm pretty sure, on iTunes and at www.stevenwskinner.com for all the old episodes. Uh, yeah, they're all out there. So go and listen. Yeah, just pick one at random or at specific from what you've heard today. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tom. Well, you know what? I think we've done it. Mate. I think we might have done. I think we may have done it. Can you believe I did not slip into English accent but once and it was only on the non-recorded part? 
I'm I'm really impressed with you, honestly. It was. I'm, I'm oh, really man. proud of you. <laughs> it's because it slipped out. I think it was best that it slipped out right immediately when I like said hello to you. Uh, that yes. I was like, oh no, you got. I gotta walk this back. I uh, <laughs> I don't want to do the whole <laughs> show in a fake British accent. I feel like it wouldn't shock me to know that you will re-record all of your own parts just in a British accent and edit it all together once I'm off the phone. Tom, I might do. Just oh Christ, like. here we go. <laughs> Tom, I, thank um, you so much for joining me. <laughs> before, before I go, oh, can yeah. you hear my New York accent? Yes, actually I was going to ask if you had a North American slash New York slash specific accent to do. Well, it's the one I've got, right? And I, 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 was, I kept doing it when I was staying with Keith and Jess recently. And um, all I can say is, it's a, it's a one sentence, right. but it goes... <clears throat> Hey, it's me, little beady Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. Is that a reference of the uh, Into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> it wasn't then, but now it is. Yeah. Now I'm ahead of the curve. Right. <laughs> Great. Well, that yeah, that was good. Tom, you know yeah. what? I only I could only detect mere um in in a little tiny inflection of Britishness. No, uh, I'm sorry. What? You said it wasn't perfect. It, it was I'm going to say it was like 91%. But I have a what? I have a keen ear, Tom. I have a keen ear for accents. Um, you want to give it a go again? Uh, apparently, a, su- no, a southern no, accent no, is uh, a southern accent is uh, very easy easier for uh, English people to do. I've heard that like English actors really do a great southern voice. You got a I southern voice? I, mean, I don't think I have. You know, I'm I'm really bad with accents, and I think it's because I think the issue is I I really want to think I'm really cool. And I feel like if I hear myself doing a bad accent, it makes me think, oh, man, you're not as cool as you really want to believe you are. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can see Trouble. how that I can see how that be uh, the case. All right. So, <laughs> all right. No accents. But, me, yeah, maybe work on uh, that in New York a little I'll try, bit. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah. What can I say? What do they say in the South? Oh, I don't know. What do they say? Um, oh, Lord, it's hot today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, Lord, it's hot today. Oh yeah, that that works. Yeah, yeah, that right, works. cool. There we go. Uh, if I'm you're in. if you're a person from the south, please let us know how Tom's accent was <laughs> at FOTS Pod on Twitter. I am um, when I eventually go for my interviews to get a visa. <laughs> do not do that, voice. I'm gonna. That's all, that's all I'll be able to say. But I'll say. <laughs> but look, I'll be able to fit in. Check us out. I'm walking here. <laughs> I am walking. I'm walking here. <laughs> I'm like, walking now. And then, boom, rubber stamp, welcome to America. <laughs> Buddy, you're already home. You're already home. <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for being my co-host today on this hilarious and great time. Friends of the show, clip show, finale <laughs> recap episode, best of spectacular. And now, let's start to say our goodbyes. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We Thanks are, for inviting uh, me. This has been fun, and I feel that this officially makes you one of the best four guests. I think so. I think you're locked yeah. in. Well, you're definitely the top four repeat guests. Oh, well, four, top four all guests. <laughs> yeah, or of all time. <laughs> also, as well, just before the, the music ends is happy birthday, Brandon. Oh, that's sweet. He came through uh, right at the end. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, no. It was a oh, psycho. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, just for the <laughs> listeners, this is the theme music for Tom's podcast, but it's a live version. Check out Adam Green. He's a good, good fun time guy. Yep, so the song is Adam Green, Interested in Music. This is performed live at La Gaite Lyrique en Paris. So... So shout out to all of Toulouse who have, who has uploaded this video, and uh, shout out to all the listeners for listening to this great episode with Tom. And I hope you like all the clips, and I hope you go back and listen to some of the old episodes in Tom's podcast and Mark's podcast. And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. So blowing kisses to the audience. He's blowing kisses. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks everybody. Thanks. Goodbye. Catch you next time. Bye guests. Bye guests. See you online. Follow, follow at Trojan Source. Follow at Stephen Skinner. That's not correct. <laughs> follow at Skinner, Skinny Steve. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>